This is a homebrew podcast. Hey Oliver, this is the one, uh, this is the Crusher Mania that you're in. Carl showed me and we just bought it. Play it with me. Alright, but I get to play me. Alright. No, don't pick Oliver, his stats are terrible. You only do damage when his HP is low. Shut up, old man, you don't know what you're talking about. No, no, uh, you want to play somebody like a knife foot Cumberback. Him? What? No way. The, the guy with the spiky feet. You stabbed Oliver in the foot once in a fight. I saw it. I mean, you, you, Oliver. All right. Well, wait a minute. What about this guy, Mectomore? All right, I guess. Mectomore? How do you pronounce this? Go ahead, man. Play whoever you want. You're just gonna get beat. Doesn't matter. All right. I'm gonna play him. One, two, three, fight. What the f- oh, Come on! Here. What the hell? K.O. I told you. Whatever, dude. This game is stupid. It's not real at all. It's a fucking piece of shit. Hey, we just unlocked an achievement. It says, Welcome to the crew, Mectomore. Welcome back to the homebrew. Uh, before we get into our intro, I have a quick little bit of housekeeping I want to knock out. And I wanted to give a little context, too, instead of just dropping it on you guys. So something that I really love about the homebrew is uh, we're pretty faithful to the rules for the most part. Uh, absolutely have, like, homebrewed items and abilities and all of that stuff. Uh, but for the most part, we're playing D&D 5th Edition. And, like, my two big house rules are crits or crits, crit fails or crit fails. And then, secondly, I removed the resurrection magic from the game. Totally open to discussing those more at length whether you agree or disagree uh that is those are kind of my two rules i've always rolled with i have been thinking about this and i'm completely sold on a new a new homebrewed rule it's uh revolving around death saving throws and i am not trying to scare you guys <laughs> i'm sorry that it's right before combat sure. or anything like that but uh it's just just how it shook out so i've thought about this for a while and I understand the death saving throw rules, but the effect that it has is something that I don't really care for. And it's basically that if like you die on the dice, your death is generally like three to five turns of being unconscious and then you die. And it's very like unceremonious. There's no last words. There's not a lot of room for like RP, which might be like realistic, but ultimately I feel like it's not good story value. And like we are ultimately here to like, tell a story collaboratively. The characters are really important to that. So from here on out, death saving throws, we're going to change the rules a little bit. Three death saving throws being failed still means that you are that you are going to die, but they do not mean that you die. They mean that you are going to die and that no amount of healing spells or anything that a player character can do, except like really obvious things like the clone spell or you know, some sort of like ability that would overcome that for some reason. If you fail three death saving throws, you are going to die. You can no longer be healed uh, and you can no longer be in combat proper, right? Like there might be some sort of moment or something like that or some sort of RP point. So you do not die on the spot unless there's something that like infers it. It's like you have been eaten or you are dissolved or your head has been cut off or something to that effect, right? Like obviously, right. but Getting knocked down and failing three death saving throws 
yeah, it, it, that is what I'm doing is I'm going to shift that responsibility to you and it becomes up to you how you want to say goodbye. Die how you want to die. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, and it's okay if this character never wakes up uh, and people rush over to you and that's it. You're gone. That's fine. That's your choice, though, not the games and not mine. Or you could regain consciousness. Obviously, you'd be critically injured, but you'd have a chance to say something or whatever. So for this to work, you guys are going to be DMing me death saving throws from now on privately. So we're mm. not going to make them public anymore. You're going to roll them to me and only the player in the DM will know what's happening. So say you failed three death saving throws and someone heals you, you might get back up and fight. You're still going to die though, right? Mm, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's, it's up to you how that happens. So if it's after the fight, you reveal that you had some mortal wound, you know what I mean? That's totally fine. Um, but only the player and myself, I have to, right? <laughs> um, only the player and myself are going to know know when that has happened. And that's not going to be, I want that to be purely role play. Do you guys have any questions on that? I know obviously it requires some effort from you four, but do you have any questions on how this is going to work? No, no, it sounds No, I sounds really like good. it. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. I'm, I'm hoping this works. And then just a little disclaimer, the rules that are guides, I retain the right to create an ability that might interfere with that or whatever. I'm super dedicated to being a guide and not a god. Like I've, that's just how I do it. So I'm not going to like fuck anybody. I just want to be clear. Stuff can always happen. Okay. Scary monologue with death saves is over. <laughs> now back to uh, the actual intro. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm your dice daddy, Grant, and I'm here with Austin Brady. Mordecai, Reaper of the Black Flame. Jesus. Cody Smith. Neutral Evil Grandal. <laughs> John Cayley. Mr. Goy, it's weird being back home. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, steam-powered powerhouse. Mm. Previously on the homebrew, the crew attended the emergency OIT summit as the universe tried desperately to provide aid to Dasaki and its 44 billion refugees. Terran Command was standoffish and unhelpful, but the rest of the OIT members all attempted to provide some type of support. The support, however, was contingent on an independent presence on Dasaki by an OITIE, an OIT independent entity. Thorum pulled the strings to ensure that the Hawks crew was up for that role. The crew traveled to Dasaki and attempted to stealthily land on the outskirts of the Dasaki district where the Triumvir's tower stood, but the converted Oasis escape pod did not cooperate and made a loud noise, drawing attention from the desperate locals. We are here. We are on the surface of Dasaki. It is a little chilly. It's very dark. The shuttle is being held currently with Billy Boom inside some sort of magical power. And there is a mob gathered, mostly civilian with a few armed like instigators. And they are attempting to steal your limited edition Oasis escape pod. <laughs> uh, weapons are drawn. Tensions are high. Every DM's favorite question. What do you do? Uh, what is the current bead on uh, the, the, the people in front of us? The current bead? Yeah. Like, it, who are the people who are, like, closest to us? You know, like, what's... What, what's the mob looking like 
So the mob appears to be mostly civilians. There are a lot of people gathered. They're pushing closer and closer to you slowly. There are very easily identifiable. They look like probably soldiers who have maybe like abandoned their post. Mm -hmm. You can give me a perception check on some of the people that are further back. Yeah, I want to see if there's like leaders or any like somebody kind of like leading the mob or anything like that. Uh, that's a seven. <laughs> I perceive <laughs> the end of my nose. Um, and yeah, you can give me an insight as far as the second question goes. Uh, my insight is a 13, slightly better. Yeah, not no information I can really give you outside of the obvious, which is these armed people who are in the front. There's like several of them who are closer to you, who have like axes and swords drawn. And they're a little bit away from kind of the mob in general. You would guess they're kind of inspiring bravery in those behind them. As far as where the magical source is coming from and uh, other potential instigators, you definitely see someone casting a spell in the crowd, but you can't like quite get a good eye on them because people are moving around so much and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's just, you know, people are starting to get louder and louder and... Uh, people start to shout as you guys kind of stand there. I imagine, uh, you know what I mean, on edge a little bit. People are starting to just advance on you, advance a little further. Mordecai will go ahead and uh, summon their scythe and point it out in front of them to the first of the kind of emboldened uh, soldiers in the group. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to threaten him. I'm going to try to tell him to, like, guide everybody away uh, or he'll be the first to be made an example of. Yeah, give me a DC 15 uh, intimidation. It's probably not going to work on the guard, but you could likely get some of these civilians out of here if you're scary. That is a 19. So yeah, you, you point your scythe out. You summon this shadowy weapon uh, and he steps directly up to you draws his own axe, uh, but you do see some wavering in the crowds behind him. People are starting to chatter. They're starting to get a little more frightened, and they start to move back a little bit, and he is going to try to rally them back up. They're like, don't yeah. be afraid. Uh, your intimidation was stronger than his charisma, though, and uh, they still seem to be wavering a little bit. At that moment, Grundle make a dexterity save. I, I do have a question. Yeah. He stepped into my range. Would you like to attack him? Stepped into the danger zone. I believe I will. Okay. To really drive home the intimidation, I have to follow through. I think I'm gonna, like, he, I drew my wow. weapon and he stepped closer. That's, that's gonna be, that's gonna be uh, a no. That is 100% going to um, get off, but I am gonna have everyone go ahead and roll... Initiative. Fuck. Cross the line, you get dead. 22 from Goy. 18 from Grundle. 20 from Mr. Heavy Arms. 6 for Mordecai. Okay. The guard has uh, stepped steps up to you. We're in initiative now. Go ahead and uh, make your attack on him. I'm going to need everyone to disperse or you will be having a very bad day. Thank you and good night. Okay, Mordecai, go ahead and make your attack, um, and then you know, we'll get into it. Boom! It's a 20 to hit. That absolutely hits. 
Uh, and I... Is that, like, a separate thing, or do I... Can I use my, like, two attacks? I don't know, since it was, like, pre-combat or whatever. I'm just gonna say that that was an attack of opportunity, but you don't lose your reaction, since it was, like, prior to combat really beginning. You engaged. Okay, cool. That, that's what I assumed. It was like an, a reaction. I wasn't. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. Garbanzo. Now we are for, we are uh, in initiative order. You guys essentially need to make the choice. You either need to uh, try to clear out the civilians. You can fight as normal. Or you can try to identify the caster who is holding the uh, pod. Those are essentially you can either take your turn or do one of those two things. So you are up, Mr. Goy. Ah, Jaden's here. Hold on. Jaden is here. What would Jaden say? Oh, Jaden goes first. What would Jaden do? <gasps> WWJD. WWJD. Written <laughs> in the stars. <laughs> um, Jaden sees Mordecai hit this guy. He sees him shout out. He sees people step back. He steps up next to Grundle. He looks. Oh, well, give me an insight check. Just Grundle or all of us? That was going to be my question. Uh, anyone, anyone who gives a fuck. Goy with the 23. I give a fuck. 14. I give lots of fucks. Eight. He walks right past me, so I take notice. Um, he does not look distressed. He does not look to be scared. Uh, this is a much harder Jaden than you have seen in combat before. He, um, he, he just took a little bit of time off. Uh, you have not necessarily seen him fight, though, since his uncle, uh, the person pretending to be his uncle, died. He steps up. Uh, his face is, um, he has a poker face on, and he is going to shout, and he is going to say, if, if you don't want to die, clear out. And he's going to say it very loudly with thaumaturgy. And he gets a 16. And then All let's right. see how he does again. He, he, so he rolls a 16 on that. And then we're going to do a contested charisma throw. 12. So the uh, instigator's are like, don't listen to him. It's our only way home. And uh, the crowd listens to Jaden, though, and steps back. Everyone can make a perception check. I got an 8. 11. 16. 16. Okie dokie. Let's see if you can get a bead on the uh, wizard who is holding the shuttle. 13, Goy and uh, Mordecai, you are able to, as the crowd starts to disperse a little bit, you're able to get eyes. You're able to actually lock down the location of the person who is channeling the spell that is holding the shuttle that Billy is in. And now it becomes Mr. Goy's turn. Again, Mr. Goy, uh, your choices are to attempt to free the shuttle. You you know where he is now. Your choices are, well, I... You know where he is, so really it's clear out the crowd or take your turn. Sorry for him. Hmm. i try for possible shenanigans with option number three. Absolutely. Why would we be here if not? <laughs> Shenanigan away, my friend. Every, everybody calm down. What if I can provide you all another method off this planet? Right mm. here, right now. Hmm. Is this persuasion or deception? Uh, I guess persuasion, because he's telling the truth as far as he can. Is he telling the truth, or is he trying to trick them? Trying to tell the truth? Yeah, I think he's telling the truth. Like you're trying to save them? Trying to save them. Okay. Uh, Roll persuasion. It's going to be with disadvantage since combat has started, but go ahead. What if I use my inspiration? 
then it's on the dice. Okay. Let's try doing this. Come on. 12. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I, you know, I don't think it's quite there, but uh, I think it, I think people heard you. I think the, the seed is planted. So um, you can continue down that path. I would say that type of thing might be cumulative, but it might not matter <laughs> as blood is about to be drawn. A very, very brave dwarf rushes up to you with a large sword, Grundle. Ah, look at this guy. Get out of the way! And he attacks you. Eight, 14. Ooh, 24? A 24 will hit. So the first two blows, you are able to uh, deflect. That last one, though, he does draw a little bit of Grundle blood. All right, seven damage. Seven damage. And that's Oliver's turn. Oh, you fuck! <laughs> uh, and just to appropriately set the scene, I mean, pandemonium has broken out now. Like, this is all happening at once, right? Uh, so, I mean, people are swinging weapons. There are people shouting. Jaden is shouting. Uh, the mob is, like, kind of taking some steps back, but they still seem pretty... Um, they still seem pretty turnt. I don't know the fucking word. Hot? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna... Oliver moves up next to Jaden. Um... And then just kind of like uh, loads. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, that scene, uh, Superman, where he loads his arms. But um, <laughs> Oliver like loads up his arms and um, tries to intimidate the crowd. It's a uh, 19 as his arms come to life, and he's just like, "Leave!" And the combatants try to work the mob back up. Ooh, they beat you on that one. Roll a 21. And they're able to rile them up. They move back up. Everyone give me, well, Nivets and the other person who knows where the mage is. Yeah. Or Goy and Mordecai make another perception check to see if you can keep a bead on the person who is holding the shuttle. I do, in fact. Oh, Woo! That is a crit. I am not even going to have him roll because crit's a fucking crit. That is a 29 crit, too. That is yeah, a, that's a very good crit. crit. Intelligent motherfucker. Uh, or with Wise. 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 This is Goy. It's Goy. It's Goy. It's not Nibbets. It's Goy. Okay, Grundle, uh, you have been attacked. The crowd surges forward, screaming, throwing rocks at you. Not enough to like damage, but they're like starting to get very... Um, I still don't know the word. Someone Will someone give me a fucking word? Upset. Upset. <laughs> They're very upset. They would like to speak with your manager. Wow. Oh, I got something for right here. I I will say that Grundle sees that no one else seems to really be doing anything except for Mordecai. So I'm a little bit confused by that, but I am going to bash this guy's face in. <laughs> <laughs> But I am gonna murder. Oh 23 yeah. Twenty-three and twenty-three. I'm not raging though. I didn't rage. Okay. So, I, but yeah. to do so it's damage. only fifty. Only fifty damage. Only fifty, only damage, 50 damage to one man. <laughs> oh yeah, blood trickles down this guy's forehead. He's like, ah, he's alive. Just, he's alive, man. Lucky, lucky man. <laughs> uh, any movement, Grendel? Um, no. Okay. Well. Out of the crowd of civilians, 
the mob, you see a beam of fire rush towards you. My. My. Toward me? Towards all of you. Give me one second here. Towards all of us. Yeah. Uh, since you do not, since this one is hidden in the crowd, everyone's going to have disadvantage on their dis- dexterity saving throws. And this is going to hit all of you, including the shuttle. The DC Shit. 14 dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. You do not see. Oh, uh, more drilled a 13. Um, I cannot be surprised by things I cannot see. Oh, hell yeah. Creatures don't gain advantage on attack rolls against me. Because I'm alert as fuck, son. But I do have fire resistance because of you the delicious food of the Epicurean yep. infinite. Doesn't matter, though. I still failed it. Goy's going to help out Mord with his omen wheel. Oh, hell yeah. It's a d6 for his reaction. And then he's going to roll his own. So that boosts me up to a 17. But he is going to fail his own. Like, oh, the boom. Boof. So we take 33 fire damage. 33 fire damage if you failed, you take 16 if you passed, you take 8 if you passed and you have resistance, you take 4 if there's other bullshit I don't know about. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, 33 damage. And the, uh, you hear a shout from the crowd, you do not know where this is, and be like, if you don't give it up, we'll destroy it! With the ship being hit uh, over the intercom, Billy will say, What I fucking tell you, Grundle! Get fucking rid of them! And the. It is going to keep coming. Uh. Okay. This one is going to hack at you, Oliver. This one has a great axe. It's another dwarf, and he starts swinging away at you. The crowd is getting riled. Uh. The DM is finding the character sheet. Here we go. This is gonna be three attacks. 21 for 7, 10 misses, 11 misses. And then we've got more of these magical people in the back. Uh, It's going to be another fireball, guys. Uh, This one is not with disadvantage because the crowd has moved away from this one due to your intimidation rolls and has not quite moved all the way back up. Oh, they're going to make another... uh, the, the, The instigator is going to make another charisma check. And 15 does not cut it, so the crowd is still uh, riling uh, up, but they do not surge forward. And another fireball, this time no disadvantage, going to be a DC 14 saving throw against 34 damage. Counterspell! Going to hit the ship. (laughs) The spell fizzles in its hand. Hell yes. Hey, keep that shit out of here. I love counterspell. I was just thinking, oh man, Nivitz isn't here, so we don't have any counter spells. What well, we wouldn't have him even if Nivitz was here. Yeah. He has counter spell. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now another mage is up. Uh, sorry, this is all happening in a row. Um, this one is going to be with disadvantage for everyone except for Oliver. DC 14 save against 33 damage. This also hits the shuttle. 16 damage if you save. With disadvantage, you say? This is with disadvantage. 16 for Mordecai. I botched. It's a four for Oliver. Goy, you made the save. Oh, I did? Okay. Yeah, DC 14. Oh, I, th- I thought it was 16. Okay, the uh, the last 
instigator that is armed with a melee runner, a melee weapon, runs forward and uh, takes some hacks. It's gonna be one on Oliver, swings his sword down for 12 and misses, and then he swings towards Mr. Goy twice, brings it around, uh, rolls a 10 and a 23. 23 hits? For five damage. Mordecai, uh, things are breaking down. The crowd is yelling wildly. Uh, fireballs are being fired. You counterspelled one of them. The ship has scorch marks on it. It is rocking heavily and it is still held in place. That last uh, perception check, I got a 16. Do I still see the person in the crowd or does only uh, Mr. Goy see them? You do. Since he crit, I am not going to have him roll to hide. I am, would role play it simply as Goy being uh, pointing him out to you. Okay. Hell yeah. And he is just within range of my Ding Dang Shadow. So I'm going to use my bonus action to summon my shadow. Got it. And it is going to be in attack position. Let me drag another Mordecai in. Can you describe what that looks like for people that might not have seen Mordecai in a fucking few years? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the man in front of Mordecai just sees the long shadow uh, created by the lights on the hawk just, just like beaming down on the battle scene and his shadow like slips between his legs and, and reaches far, far into uh, the battlefield into a crowd of people and a black, misty Mordecai springs up in uh, his place. And uh, I am going to attack with both of us. That is gonna be my attack turn. I usually keep my shadow mords in a defensive position, but I can attack with both of these boys at the same time. All right, so that is a 19. And a 19. Those both hit. Uh, so those both hit the guy in front of me and the caster. Yes, dude. God, that's cool. I imagine they, like, are literally, like, in step with each other, too. Like, exactly duplicated. Uh, and then, so, okay. So the guy who is channeling this spell is going to make two concentration checks. 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ship is free. The at top of turn order, you can make uh, Billy, if you could open his character sheet for me. At the top yes. of turn order, so at Jaden's next turn, you can make a... Uh, what's the fucking word? Animal handling check to... An animal handling check, which is how we have done piloting uh, to try... You get you can remake that save. That's a 20 from Mr. Billy. Okay, okay let me double check this guy's save. I'm sure that's more than enough. Okay, yeah, he just... He's, okay. All right, Billy... Uh, you can do what you want to do here. The ship is free. Um, oh, the ship's free? Yeah, they, you broke his concentration. Believe it or fucking not, he rolled a three. Whew. So the spell is up, and then he would have been able to cast it again before top of turn order, but you made the save. So, yeah, the ship is free, and it can leave. Yeah, I mean, Billy's going to pull up on the joystick. As soon as he feels that he's got control of the ship, he's going to pull up. And out, and he's just gonna yell, I'm free, boys! I'm out of here! And with that, Mort is going to move closer towards uh, our, our 
dear friend Grundle here. Um, and I will not take attack of opportunity because I'm also mobile. Yes, you fucking are. It is that one's turn. Uh, I think that that is, with the shuttle gone, I think that the crowd is going to start to disperse a little yeah. bit. Get these civvies out of here. Um, Mordecai, however, the ones who are fighting you do not seem to be going anywhere. Uh, and you, as things have calmed down a little bit and you're able to tune in a little bit more, this is a very familiar energy. Despair, darkness, d- desperation, panic, uh, but not just like what anyone would feel. It's a very familiar dark aura, the little voice encouraging your baser instincts to take over the whispers, the urges. Uh, They are still rushing towards you, and now you realize it is no longer to take the shuttle. It is just to take your life. Dumb bastards. Uh, Okay, this this dwarf is going to step into the range of an attack of opportunity if you would like to make an opportunity attack. Yes, I would like to do that. Snap his neck. Kaboom, crit, baby. 31. Ah. That is uh, 10 necrotic damage uh, plus 11 slashing damage. Give up. Wait, you're not a paladin anymore. Wait, what are you? (laughs) What are you? I am a hexblade warlock with sentinel and... uh, Got it fucking polar master i was about to ask you if you wanted to smite <laughs> well i can eldritch smite right yeah can you sure. yeah yeah i don't know fucking jack <laughs> shit sh- about warlocks i know literally I nothing can. uh yeah. i just if you can you double the damage because you crit. i think i will i think i will it's a good good day to smite i'll uh Oh my god, my, my shit is like too fucking big. I have too many things. My shit's too big. My butt <laughs> my shit's, my shit's too big. <laughs> uh, so that will be a fifth level spell. So I will roll another uh, 6d8 times 2. So 12d8, right? Jesus. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's an additional 33 damage. Damn! Oh, man. Uh, How does this poor dwarf die? I think he gets in range, and Mordecai just gently hooks the back of his head with the scythe, and then his foot comes up and kicks him in the face (gasps) and bisects his head as he gets pushed back. Decapitation. So dead. Okay. Do you guys want the good news or the bad news? Good news, ship's gone. Bad news, that the person holding the ship is going to fuck our whole world up. <laughs> uh, hey, you got it. Um, and I also just used my shit. You just what? Nothing. You just used the shit. He, poop- he pooped. So here, here's another question. Yeah. The rule of shadow says while attacking, you make an additional attack. Should that say while taking the attack action, or does Shadow also get an attack since I got an attack of opportunity? However you rule it, I'll I'll just change it in in the sheet and everything. What did I I said when you attack? Uh yeah, it says while attacking you make an er yeah, while attacking you make an additional attack. So what would that affect? That would affect if you have 
Oh, on on your turn from the shadow's position. So it technically wasn't my turn. It was his turn that provoked attack of opportunity. So I guess not. That sounds correct. That sounds like a little bit of an oversight for me. No, you had the good uh, on your turn thing there. Um. Okay, so this uh, mage, a little bit more powerful than some of the other ones who have been hucking fireballs at you, uh, is going to blast out towards all of you, fortunately including the dwarves in front of them. You see the rage as the shuttle flies away and you see his eyes start to blacken a little bit and it casts a cone of cold. Everybody needs to make a DC 17 constitution saving throw. Rundle got a 25. Uh, Mordecai got a seven. <laughs> Boy, you got a 10. Billy got a 16. Who? You mean Oliver? Uh, Oliver, sorry. Oliver got a 16. <laughs> uh, uh, Oliver got a 16. Roll it is Oliver. <laughs> so that's negative. 35 cold. Does 9 temp HT do it? What's What are you at? What? Negative 6. So you fucking stay up? Yeah, of course. What do you mean, of course? That's literally three health away from I'm staying I'm fucking down. heavy arms, Oliver. Oh my god. I can't. That is crazy. That temp fucking HP is the literal rock star of your entire, like, <laughs> the whole fucking stupid campaign. Okay. Uh, Mr. Goy is also going to use his blessing of dualism as he gets hit by that. Oh, okay. Uh, good. Good, 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 good. It just like looks like he freezes and then shatters and he disappears somewhere else. I'm also going to use my reaction here. Uh, how many is superior healing? Uh, superior, I think it's... Eight, D, eight plus eight? I don't remember. Someone look it up. Somewhere, don't I? Can you use a potion of superior healing as a reaction? I can use whatever the fuck I want. Only if you give up drugs and load up yeah. your shit with healing. Oh, eight shit. Eight plus eight. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Goy loaded him up. Oh, so yeah, it's 84 plus eight. Oh, 84? Yes. 27 health. Okay. And my injectors pop out like they usually do, except this time... My body seems to mend itself to some degree, but my arms are still grinding and blasting fire everywhere. Uh, yeah, and one of these uh, one of these dwarves uh, in front of you, Mordecai, turns to ice and shatters in little little droplets of water spray as this uh, his own boy. He killed his own boy. Uh, I think Mordecai kind of is able to pick up on what's going on. I don't know if the rest of you have had any. Oliver, you've had direct interactions with Enders, so you can give me an insight check if you even give a fuck. We've all had direct contact with Mordecai. I think you saw... Well, but Mordecai... <laughs> I think you saw... Uh, I think you saw the look in this guy's eyes, and it was more than just normal meat sack, you know what I mean, cornered for its life. Like, there's something else going on. Mm. Jaden holds down his mace that he used to try and shield himself from the blast of cold, holds it back up into the air and healing energy. The best fucking roll ever, Jesus Christ. Um, and he heals everybody except for Goy for 31 HP. It's okay. Is everyone okay? Thanks, kid. Try to keep up. Don't have to tell me twice. Try to keep up. Damn it. <laughs> Mr. Goy, it's your turn. All right. Well, now that the healing's been done, well, Mr. Goy's still gonna shift in, uh, 
activate his wild shape and shift into the form of the star, the chalice. So, if you could see it, you would see the the glowing chalice appear around him like a constellation. But he's going to cast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while he's invisible, he's going to cast hold person on the big boy. The big boy. The the big mage. The the uh, e- evil mage, the the one that's oh, the strong okay. mage that's casting on on the party. Absolutely, and that is a charisma saving throw, right? Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom, okay. He does have advantage due to magic resistance. I don't make the fucking rules. They just like were like, hey, let's not balance the game after level 15. Let's just give everyone resistance. Damn. He rolls a 19. He does save. Damn. It was a great idea. It's Man, just you would out. think they would like cancel each other out. What would? <laughs> it's an invisible cast. <laughs> Alright, and Mr. Goy, I, I guess that's his turn. I wish you could see the face I'm making right now, because you don't have a terrible point. <laughs> I wish I could too. <laughs> I don't think there's anything raw about that. Invisible casting. I know there's dexterity saving throws, but no, I'm not, I'm not going to be nice just to be nice. I gotta no, stop no. Doing, it, I gotta it, stop doing it, it. It says in there, it's like... He just has advantage on it, so it's like he yeah, just has yeah. advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't give uh, conditions to the yeah. advantage. Oliver. <laughs> yeah, Oliver uh, just starts to roar. He says, "Wake, cowards! You're all awake!" And he swings at the man in front of him with advantage. Twenty-three to hit. Twenty-nine damage. He swings again. Nineteen to hit. Twenty-seven damage. Jeez. He swings again. 20 to hit. 22 damage. Oh, you fucking flatten him. Blood sprays everywhere. He, His head is where his pelvis should be. Um, I think he's going to take the attack of opportunity, march over this body, and start just walking towards this man here. Got it. And stops flatly in front of him. He walks over, uh, he's right next to Mordecai's shadow, and, like, as, uh, he, he, like, walks through it, and Mordecai's shadow kind of, like, reforms. I think he does hit you? He rolls a 19 on his uh, attack. He does. He does. 12 damage. He rolled well on his damage, too. All right, Grundle. Grundle's going to start stepping forward and does that, uh, million-dollar man energy step thing as he casts Steel Wind Strike. Ah! <gasps> oh, fuck! One, two, three, four, five. Oh my god, they're all in range! Why did I forget you had <laughs> Oh my god! Oof. Oh my lord. What the fuck? Do you wanna... So, I rolled a 22 and then I crit... And a 23, and then a 21, and then I crit again for 36, 80, 38, 45, and 69 damage. Ayo. Hey. Ayo. The good number. One, two, three, four. I guess the 69's on this poor soul back here. He is just barely standing. Let me do, hold on. I need, I have math to do. <laughs> uh... That's horrifying. <laughs> what does that even fucking look like? Oh <laughs> like a, the scariest horror movie of all time. So then uh, this this scary 
Ender Warlock. He looks to his side as his mage friend crumples. He gets bashed in the face. He picks himself up and he sees me holding the friend, his mage friend that just died in my hand. Mm. And Grundle crushes their head like a fucking apple. And his blood splatters everywhere. And he says, you're all gonna fucking die now! Jesus fucking Christ. And he uses his special ability, Living Weapon. So he rolls an intimidation check of 21 and frightens everything within 20 feet of him. Oh, fuck. I crit my... Oh, shit. Buy one. Hold it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I crit my save for my uh, my powerful mage who is succumbing to the despair here. Uh, this guy's faith in Gemigrant is strong. I don't know what you're talking about. This crowd right here is scared <laughs> as fuck, though. Oh, yeah, that definitely 100%. <laughs> the crowd has dispersed. I mean, that is it. That is, They were, like, backing up a Full little sprint. bit. Full yeah, sprint. Yeah, they, they are scattering fucking scattering they just see they just see fucking like strawberry explosions all over the place and then just everything is dead have you seen raised by wolves have you guys seen that not yet um there's this ability that one of them can do where it just explodes people and the you have to see it to understand what i'm saying just turn to pink mist they just turn (laughs) into mist and then the mist kind of like floats away that is 100 percent how i imagine grundle steel wind striking Fuck, a dick, dude. Make me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like it like that? Because I'll make you. Uh, The other mage is... Too far. uh, That's what they always say. Is frightened. Um, Holy fuck a shit, dude. Oh my god. Okay, is that the end of your fucking turn? Are you done? Uh, Yeah, that's everything. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, I mean, don't fix it if it ain't broken. She has one more fireball in her. She is not so crazy as to hit this powerful mage, though, which means you are going to be saved from it, Grundle. <laughs> it was all strategy. Uh, yeah, the way you're positioned, um, they're not as crazy. So this is going to be DC 14 dexterity saving throw against only 23 damage. That's going to be for Heavy Arms, Mordecai, and Jaden. That's a 13 for me. 12, 11 for Oliver. 23 fire damage. Goy is uh, giving uh, his reaction. Omen wheel to... Uh... Can you describe what that ability is? Because I've seen you cast it, but I don't know what it's from or how many you uh, get. Or I don't know anything about it. Maybe the listeners don't either. It's for the <laughs> listeners. I know everything about it. But can you tell it's, the listeners? It's from... Uh... Shit, let me see. Why can't I think of my druid type right now? Circle the stars. Circle the uh, stars. When, uh, what level do I? Cosmic. Uh, it's they're called cosmic ones. Uh, at the end of a long rest or at the start of a whatever you want to call it, you roll a die. If it's odds or evens, uh, mm-hmm. you gain the ability to cast omen, either wheel which is even or woe, which is odd, as a reaction, and you add or subtract a d6 from either attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check. As many fucking times as you want. As a reaction. Yeah. As a reaction. As, as, as a proficiency, yeah. yeah. So this is two. So it's basically a uh, inspiration or de-inspiration from a part. That's fucking sick. I love that. You get them all back on a long rest. 
I just have the best character idea. Remind me in Lehman's tiny chat. Okay. All right. So has everyone made their save and taken that damage if they need to? Yes. Okay. He's so dead. D6. What was He's, that? She's dead. D6. She's dead. Oh, D6 added two mice. I may not be the king of killing anymore, but I'm still the king of taking all the damage. I've taken almost 200 damage, guys. <laughs> I I meet it. I take it anyway, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Even the stars cannot help you. This guy is going to drag himself towards Jaden. Uh, Oliver has left Jaden's flank open, and he's going to hack at Jaden. 19 hits. A 16 hits. And then 11 misses. He's strong. Don't worry about him. Jaden's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he turns to this fella and holds up his mace and starts grappling with him. Uh, Mordecai, it's your turn. Hey, you got this right, bud. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Mordecai is going to uh, run to the lady who's been casting all these fucking ding-dang fireballs and I'm going to attack twice. I think I'll just do that. I think it'll just be straightforward. Uh, so both me and my shadow kind of swing in in time. Uh, that's a 26 to hit and a 23 to hit for a total of 33 damage. <laughs> you almost uh, net negative her total HP. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, and in her place uh, is going to, uh, like, as I sink my scythe into her chest, it's going to vibrate and pop open, and her skin is just going to shred off of her body, revealing a, uh, a ghost of her own body, uh, as I have control of a specter now. What the fuck? All right. Cool. Yeah, I haven't been able to do this yet. Everybody say hi to Bethany. (laughs) Say hi, Bethany. Hi. Hi, Bethany. Hello, Bethany. That's Bethany. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to make one modification to that, Austin. Mm Mm-hmm. Have that take its turn at the end of your turn rather than rolling initiative. I don't care for summons that have their own initiative unless you want to but if you do just make sure you are on top of it okay uh and that also hit our our dear big mage friend as well e oh our dear big mage friend our big mage friend dear big mage friendy uh i do think they are going to they can't okay yeah they take that damage juicy um and it's the end of my turn. I could get my specter to go attack that lady. Oh, what's your flying speed? Fly, flying speed of 50. Yeah, it can reach her. Uh, yeah, it's going to fly over and it's going to uh, try to hit it with a life drain. It's faint. Uh, so that's a 18 to hit. Does that hit? Yes, that does hit. Uh, and that is 12 damage, and it must su- succeed on a DC 10 con save, or have its hit point maximum reduced by any amount equal to the damage taken. Uh, and that lasts until it completes a short or long rest. Okay, I'm gonna start tracking my NPCs' long rests. Okay, <laughs> that works, right? You never know. <laughs> What's the fucking DC again? Uh, 10. 
That's a lame effect. Wait, it, it, what, who cares about a monster's maximum hit points? I mean, I mean Graham, for... if we would have hit Graham with that, yeah, so that's fought, that's maybe true. we would have fought Graham later. Oh, that's <laughs> correct. All right, this mage who is about to die now cannot be healed all the way and knows it, and it's very upset. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a mor- it's a morale thing. It's a morale thing. Go, Bethany! <laughs> Fuck her up! Uh, Shadow, you're doing all right, too. I do not think that this person cares at all. I think that they are... Yeah, they're, they're fucking bonkers. They're just going to stay put. They're going to try to take some of you out with them. Uh, another cone of cold is going to branch from his hands, aimed at the people he sees as the most injured. Uh, he's casting a spell. Uh, I do have my reaction. I can counterspell. That's what I was. Yeah. That's what I was hinting towards. I'll fucking, I'll fucking slap my last spell on there. Okay, so this is a level five spell, so you will have to make the roll, which is going to be a DC twelve, uh, whatever your spell casting stat is. Check. Uh, that would be a seventeen. Would you roll it? What? What? Oh, I roll it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you roll. Do you roll a straight ability no! check? No. Oh, there. His spell would be added to that. His yep. spell modifier would be yeah, added so to that. Yeah, so that'd be... A Do you have a plus four or plus three? I have a plus five. Oh, okay. That works. Totally works. Uh, oh, that's charming. Um, yeah, very, super charming. I would have never noticed by talking to him. It's mostly an intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> As this spell fizzles out in his hand, he reaches up and grasps his own jaw, and you see his his brains splatter out the back of his head as he shocking grasps himself. He's suicided. And it crumples to the ground. Uh, There are still people, you know, running away that you can see, but, uh, or no, there's still one motherfucker back there. Yep, Jaden and him are locked in mortal combat. Uh, yeah, Jaden's like, let let, let me, let let me, let me, let me, I got this. In here. (laughs) <laughs> I thought when Jaden said that he was gonna calm him down. <laughs> He's like, "Hold on, guys, I I got this. Don't 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 worry." <laughs> With the mace. And unless I am mistaken, this is the first person you've seen Jaden kill. He's officially been blooded. Nice job. Pulls his mace out of this thing shakes the bits of skull and hair and blood onto the ground. Seems to be breathing heavily. He's trying to be tough. He's, like, kind of looking at how you all are all reacting and trying to, like, mirror you. Grundle uh, takes a few steps forward towards the crowd that's still running in the distance and yells, Grundle! At the top of his lungs. A few people trip. Like, they're trying so hard to get away right now. Oliver walks up. Um, his arms come back together and he calms down. He walks over to Jaden and, I, yeah, uncharacteristically, I suppose, he puts his hand on Jaden's shoulder. He goes, if it's easy, you're not human. And he just Ooh. turns around. Yeah, he's trying so hard to be, like, cool right now. And then Oliver sees all the fucking way through him. And he kind of lets go a little bit. And you see that his hand holding his mace is shaking a little bit. I was going to say, obviously, Grundle's not human. <laughs> It's not like killing the dead ones, Dad. (laughs) Why not? It's for me. (laughs) 
looking at the state of the group, Goy is going to use cure mass uh, mass cure wounds. Cure mass wounds. Cure mass my cure mass wounds. 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 Cure mass wounds. <laughs> oh, you look cure at my ass uh, wounds. <laughs> Oliver, and he he needs to cure mass wounds. Are we talking like religious trauma? Or are we talking about really big wounds? <laughs> that that's something Oliver needs to find and figure out. And then who's the worst off right now? Uh, If I had to put a number on it, I'm about 50%. And then Oliver heals for another 8. I'm going to give you guys a free uh, feeling that you guys have in your gut. Just your your intuition here. Uh, You guys do have the feeling it's going to be a really long day. Hell yeah. I don't know where we would have got that idea. You guys just ever have this feeling that it's going to be a long day? I think you can just, you, you are seasoned warriors. You see what's going on. You, you were just attacked by the fucking, like, civilians. This place is in a state of chaos, right? Like, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Anyways. Shit's really going down. The good news is, is that my machine gun is fully loaded for the next encounter. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so you are outside right now. You're in a small forested area uh, outside of the district. It's District 1. They're numbered because that just makes the most sense. Uh, district 1, where the Triumvir Tower is, which is where you are expected to report. Uh, the crowd has dispersed. It is eerily silent. There is a chilly wind. It's a little colder here than you would expect. The leaves on the trees are already starting to turn, starting to brown. Uh, and you see the lights of the city in the distance. And you look up and you see stars like you can only see when it is truly dark outside. And you see the moons of Dasaki blotting out little circles, a few of them in the sky. What are you guys getting up to? Have these guys got anything good in their pockets? Yeah. Yeah, let's wrestle in there. What they got, Chief? The... I'll give you a freebie. You're definitely going to want to grab that spell book for Nibbus. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Good call. Who are you talking to, Grundle? Oh, you guys didn't hear that? <laughs> no. No, Grundle. We I thought one of you said it. God, he's been doing this ever since we got off that fucking shuttle. We, we never hear what you're hearing. You know what? I'm done helping you guys. You just... <laughs> I'm done now. You've ruined my health. We didn't ask for it. You're not getting any more. <laughs> Grundle picks up the book. Yeah, what else is going on here? Ooh, hot and heavy. You got a f- uh, fuck ton of credits. I rolled wow. that one. Sorry. That was not the correct roll. That was not the correct roll. I that don't know. I mean, it's... it's on the dice. It's on, it's on the, the dice. <laughs> it's on the dice. I rolled a hundred D one hundred, and that's obviously not what I fucking meant to do. Uh, you got uh, four hundred and eighteen credits. You did maximum plus five thousand three hundred fifteen credits. Shut up! I am adding monsters to the encounter every time you guys talk from here on out. The uh, one D six superior healing potions, and you got a six good work. Yes. Uh, the armor on one of these uh, dwarves looks really nice. You think that it could be. Uh, made to fit any of you, but it is dwarven plate. And uh, yeah, there is the spell book. Let me link you guys dwarven plate in case you need it. Which is essentially a plus two plate armor. I gotta be good for Oliver, right? 
plus two. Man, I can wear it. I am a fighter. And... Had to be modified. Uh, it, it can buckle around you. Usually plate comes in multiple pieces that you pleat together. I don't wear shirts, bro. Okay, we'll, we'll turn it into dwarven just, sleeveless just tee. Plate pants. <laughs> dwarven sleeveless tee. That's fucking the funniest thing I've ever heard. I can see it. No, it needs to be just like uh, what's her face that legal that League of Legends uh, character that goes from robot horse to robot pants. What? Yeah, there's she rides a metal horse and then she like transforms and all the armor is just on her fucking legs. Oh, Rel. Yeah. Yeah. Nivets, make sure you copy paste that spell list and just remember there is a hefty cost and time commitment to the higher level spells. Copying it now. Yep, just save her somewhere. So yeah, some pretty good loot out of that fight. Um, plenty of healing potions. Hey, uh, y'all want to split this or add it to the treasury? I'm not carrying money. I have some. I mean, yeah. What's the input? I'll take it all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I saw what you did with the steel wind strike. I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> wow, this is my first money, guys. Uh, Tyler will probably want us to, uh, you know, count for that. Don't, 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 don't ruin his fun. We'll get it from him later. Don't ruin his fun. He just got paid for the first time. Couldn't we just give him anything and say it was money and he'd be happy? I mean, yeah, but I kind of want to see what he wants. He's going to do with it, you know? Oh, okay. What can you buy for 418 credits? I'll give you a smooch on the cheek for 418 (laughs) credits. That does sound like a good deal. I don't really yeah. want it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> is it because I'm covered in that guy's blood? Or does that make me more appetizing? I don't even know. God, maybe you need to spend it on therapy so you can find that joy in killing again, you know? How much is therapy? 418 credits, and I'm certified. Okay. He's not. He's All not right. certified. I actually do have some training if you ever wanted to. Shut talk. the fuck up, Jaden. I'm sorry. That just came out of me. <laughs> I don't know who to believe. Well, you could pay back all those, uh, pay for all those ointments you get for your ass. Do those cost money? They do now! <laughs> Welcome to having money, Brendel. Well, I don't want it any more than. Well, then I'll take it. Right. <laughs> so, do you guys argue about this every time Tyler's not here? Yeah, that's why they hired him. Are you paying him? Oh, I don't know. I don't touch the money. Um, it's called an internship. Hey, assholes. When you're done arguing about stupid shit, help me put this chest thing on. Oh, here you go. Oh my god, it's so heavy. I just can't fucking get it around my back. Yeah, you can't, like... (laughs) Hey, Oliver, put your hands above your head. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually pretty good. I got yeah, the we... legs on. <laughs> okay. You look like like somebody stretched a human face over a robot body. You're all metal. Oh yeah. I just need a helmet. Then I can pretend to be a robot. <laughs> I'll keep my eyes out. Keep your eyes out for a helmet. That is crazy, Oliver. You also have like little horns. Like you're probably like a fucking nightmare to tailor for. Yeah. Right. Well, I usually don't wear like a shirt at all. For the most part, I have like a stringer on. <laughs> Just nips out. Nips out, baby. Okay, so assuming you guys are making your way to the Triumvir Tower, 
uh, you are able to get into town without anything too crazy. However, in town, it is pretty crazy. People seem to be rushing back and forth. Mordecai, this energy is very strong here. Uh, People are constantly stopping you and asking you for food or for passage. Uh, You make your way. It's very easy to see. Right, I assume you say no. Um, I mean, let's... Yeah, it's up to you. So the Triumvir Tower is uh, very obvious which building it is. It's the uh, very tall building. There are a lot of towers here, but there's one that just um, stretches out further than the others all the way up into the clouds, and you can only see the clouds around it because of the light that it is putting off. It is uh, a definitely like kind of traditional elven architecture, very beautiful um, and circular and geometrically symmetri- symmetrical. Symmetrical? Symmetrical. Symmetrical is my new favorite word. Uh, As you get to the foot of the tower, there are some ancient alliance guards, definitely not as many as you would expect, that are holding back another just like large gathering of people trying to get into the tower. They're screaming, they're yelling. uh, How how are we getting out of here? What are you going to do? Got to make this right. Come out of your tower. Come down here with us. Uh, However, you can see that as you approach that people have been made aware of your presence and they do stand aside and let you into the tower. You are greeted by a few guards. Uh, One of the guards apologizes to you and says uh, that uh, most of the staff has uh, abandoned their post and has deserted. So they are very understaffed. Uh, However, they do um, escort you. You would note that you're that your weapons are not taken away. You're not really given any sort of anything. Like everyone here is carrying a weapon. Everyone here looks downtrodden. Uh, yeah, they don't take any of your weapons like you would normally expect to. Uh, and you go up this magical elevator and then you are in a very large room uh, with a long table. There are several thrones on the far end. It would look like this would be some type of court. However, it is mostly empty. You do see a few guards, uh, and you see the three triumvirate uh, are in this room, sitting around the table. Uh, Grunhild, Alar, and Thunla are in this room. They look up, and Grunhild's like, Oi, looks like you made it. Hell, gal. Still crazy out there. Mm, indeed. Yeah. You should see Terra. Uh, rather not. Can't be worse than this. <laughs> Well, uh, not much to do. We're just kind of sitting around waiting for the OIT to come save us with their blessed ships and the blessed aid. And Alire says, no, no, we should entertain properly. I will have some food cooked. You all take a seat. Uh, I will make sure that you, you are properly cared for. Right. Grunhild shrugs and, um, a few of the people, um, exit out of the room. This is gonna be boring. Uh-huh. Might be time enough for us to get a little relaxation. A short rest, maybe. Well, don't just stand there. Come. Sit. <sighs> Mordecai kind of, like, hobbles over and pulls out a chair very loudly. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> fucking kicks his, you know, bloody boots up on the table. Alar does not he seems like he'd be the type to notice, but he does not react to that. 
He pours a goblet of wine and slides it over to you and fills his own cup up. So, I mean, how are things, considering? Oh, um, nothing is okay. Nothing will ever be okay again. Uh, this is the end of the world. And Thunla is like, Alar, compose yourself. And Alar just shrugs. He's like, what does it matter? And he takes another long drink of wine, and you get the impression he's maybe a few cups deep already. Yeah. All right. Uh, let him speak his mind. Thunla just kind of sh- shakes her head. And he's like, I th- I thought I thought I commanded a feast. I thought I commanded food. Where's our food? And the uh, a couple of the attendants are just like, a, it's, it's coming fast as fast as we can. And he waves them away and takes another drink. It's like, well, sit, tell me a tale. Tell me a story. Oh. Hey, Grundle, don't you have a story? Oh, uh, yeah. One time, I killed a dragon on this planet far away in a galaxy far, far away. A dragon? Yeah. It was, uh, the last of its kind. Oh, that's a little dark, considering. Yeah, it was really fun. The situation. I recommend it if you ever get the chance. Hmm. And then we ate it. Was it a very big dragon? You ate the dragon. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty good, right, guys? Yeah, I had to spend a night with it, if you could imagine. No. We try not to. That what was that there. like? Was it the kind that can turn into humans? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh. So you just stayed the night with a dragon? Yeah. The way you're saying stayed the night, there's like an inference. Yeah, there was a maid outfit and everything. It was great. Oh. I think it was on a planet called Pagara. I'm pulling the memory here. Yeah, yeah, it's Pagara. Ah, yes. I uh, used to take my daughter to Pagara. You know, there's a frog guy from Pagara. I think you'd like him. No, a frog guy. Yeah, what was what was his name? Gerdo. Gerdo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's very solitude. He was way more naked than you are, but I, I, I don't think they uh, cared about clothes. <laughs> I mean, they didn't really have anything to show off anyway. Hmm. Smooth as a bendal. Uh, and he sighs and takes another drink. And he's like, where is the food? And Thunder's right. like, Alar, we have guests. Hey, why don't you give the cooks a night off? What? I mean, Grundle, you make a good grilled cheese, right? So I have to do it? No, no. We will feast. We will drink. We will be merry. You will tell me more stories. And he uh, takes another drink. And you can see, like, wine coming down the sides of his chin and over his neck. Um, After a little bit, uh, there is a rather large feast brought in. You would definitely note that the majority of what appear to be like the service staff do seem to be like human, uh, younger races, tiefling, orc, so on. They bring all of this. uh, They they don't answer you. They nod politely. Uh, and they, yeah, they bring like all this food and Grunheld takes a seat, pulls this big, some type of like poultry leg, tears into it, uh, sets down her flagon and starts to pour ale into it. So it's, well, uh, ale or wine? Um, I'm I'm not, I'm not currently drinking. What? Yeah. yeah. Kind of odd. That's odd. Yeah. He's on a juice cleanse. Oh my God. No more diets for me. It's where he, uh, he, he gets clean and then his fists juice people. 
Just all right. absolutely all right, all right. turn well, them just, into dust. Just in case. And she pushes a flag in, in front of you. And she starts to pour everyone else drinks. And Alar starts to pick at some food, too. And he's like, well, feast, eat, more stories, more merriment. Grundle just eats like an insane person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I'll uh, reach my scythe over the uh, the table and hook it into Oliver's uh, ale and drag it over to me and then just double fist it. <laughs> the second you do that, Grunhild pushes another flag in front of him and refills it with ale. <laughs> How many times am I going to have to teach you this lesson, old lady? <laughs> she throws her cup down the ground. She's like, don't challenge a dwarf to a good brawl unless you mean it. Fair enough. She looks disappointed and sits back down. I mean, if you want to fight, we can fight. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm covered. Yeah, he'll fight you. I mean, I'll, I'll hang here. Alar slams on the table. It's like, no fighting. We're going to be uh, happy. We're going to eat. We're going to drink. What if fighting makes me happy? Yeah, I was right. Yeah, I was pretty much like my whole identity. Yeah. Uh, and you would note Grunhild, who you would get the impression does not listen to anyone, definitely is listening to Alar and just kind of like mm-hmm. shakes her head and sits down and starts to eat. I like this guy. Seems to know what's going on. So how did you find yourselves uh, taking on a charge such as us? How were you assigned this uh, babysitting job? Oh, it's part of a bigger picture, you know? We we have other ambitions. He <laughs> cocks his head. Oh? Yeah, like, I don't know. We needed to be here anyways, you know? So kind of had some <laughs> strings pulled, and here we are. Ayla says, ooh, intrigue, exciting. So what, what makes you need to be here? The end of the world, my dark planet. I love that documentary. Oh, I mean, that's kind of, right, guys? Yeah, that's kind of the reason. That's, that's kind of the point, right? We're, uh, uh, I guess we're, like, trying to sit. I don't know. Maybe sometimes. Sometimes we're trying to save the universe from darkness. Other times I'm just trying to kill whatever's in front of me. Mm. Um, but some of us, like the boss, you know, Carl, he, I think he wants to save the universe from the darkness. Yeah. Well, let's hope he can do it in the next few days, no? Right, yeah. That'd be- I don't know if he's that good. <laughs> he tips his cup to you and takes another long drink and starts to eat again and seems, like, increasingly aggressive. Yeah, we made a lot of progress, though. So, you know. Right. Indeed. Why are we here again? What? We're here to meet somebody else and get something from them. Yeah. Remember, Grendel? Oh, yeah. Oh. A certain, uh, is it a pendant or a necklace? Not sure. It's a locket. That's the one. You're here to meet someone. Uh huh. And who is that? Uh. Some guard. Mordecai, with that piece of paper we wrote about. I don't need a piece of paper. Oh. Nor a nephemir. Wait, wait. How'd you get that? He. Alar spits his wine out across the table. And he's like, Neuro. Neuro nephemir. He never gets names right. That's crazy. How'd you know he didn't get names right? The great. Mm. Failure. Oh. The universe's greatest failure. You're here to wow. talk talk to him? Yeah. Collect something from him. Please Hold please on. tell me by talk to him. He's you the... mean talk to him. Universe's biggest failure? I mean we've met some winners. I feel like that's a that's a big 
It's a high station. I'll tell you a story now. And Grunhild's like, Aelar! And and Aelar's like, no, no, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Right. Don't you see? Accept it. None of this matters. Nero Nethamir came to me with a promise. Assurances. He came to me with assurance. He is a powerful wizard in his own right, but he's also an impressive leader. The young elves, they flock to his teachings in droves. He's always been a political figure, a staple of the influence balance of the Saki. But when he formed the paladins of the ancients, he did something he has not done before. He came to me and he stands up, takes a long drink. He's like barely getting any of it in his mouth at this point. He came to me and he kneeled and he looks to each of you to see if you react. He kneeled. He submitted to divination magic and he assured me that he could save our home world and that he did not need credit. He did not need political capital. He needed only diplomatic and monetary support and he would save our planet. So we, whatever he is, he's not a liar. We agreed to fund and recognize the paladins of the ancients and shield them from you know, questions. And he <clears throat> starts to pace around the table. And he says, he made an alliance with a powerful figure. One that he claims can shape and reshape reality. He wouldn't tell me what the deal was or what he did, but he did tell me in return he was able to create uh, totems, as he described, totems. Powerful souls from his followers are forever bound with the fate of all worlds, Dasaki, Vuno, and Nomera. And the paladins would defend these souls for eternity, even as the lights blinked out around the world. And he pauses and stands and looks out this very large window that has a very large glass door onto this like balcony. He says, but he made a fatal error. The error that makes Neuronethamir the world's greatest failure. One of his totems did not bind with him. Apparently, it bound with some other existence, some mirror of itself. I don't know all of his excuses. Some echo. It found itself instead of its leader, Neuronethamir. He was unable to find it. He failed the universe's greatest failure. And he throws his goblet down on the ground and he picks up the bottle. And he starts to drink from the bottle and he says, And now, if Dasaki is dark, and unless Neuronethamir is a liar, and I do not believe that he is, that means Dasaki's totem has been destroyed. And that means the greatest druid I've ever known, my daughter, Adia, is dead. Oh, fuck! And with her, the greatest kingdom known to mortals dies. That's where we're going to end our episode, guys. Uh, oh, thank you so much, God. everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for playing. Awesome to get a little bit of combat in. And like I said, it's going to be a very, very long day. So everybody, hop on over to uh, Patreon to check out all of our little extra stuff, all of our Liamin's Tiny Chat, which is a free show about the show where we talk about stuff. Uh, and you can also get your name in the show, shout-outs, all sorts of super fun stuff. That's patreon.com slash thehomebrew, or you can find it on thehomebrewpodcast.com, and that has links to all sorts of stuff, all of our social media, uh, our Discord, which is, everyone says is the best Discord. I'm not saying this. Literally everybody, guys, back me up, says that our Discord is the fucking best Discord. Right. Oh, dude. We pop off. 
We do, and we're actually in there. It's not just like a fan thing. Like we're hanging out and chilling, oh, yeah. and having Always. a good time. And we will continue to do so as long as we are able to. Uh, if you drown us out with uh, all of your voices, then great. But uh, right now, we're able to interact with pretty much everyone, which is super cool. But yeah, that's the homebrewpodcast.com Patreon. Check it out. We'll see you next week for episode 59 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, Rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, Zombie Dad, Belmont, Hunter of the Unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Guppy, Last of His Kind, In Search of a New Home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.